Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast. How wonderful to have you. Um, I'm here in perfect health. Jules <laughs> joins us straight from behind Annie Mac's booth in Malta. Yeah, I'm, I, listen, I'm, I felt better. Yeah. <laughs> Let's. We'll get into it in a little bit more detail, oh, but um, yeah, today's been sketchy. Yes, a bit grisly. But oh, everything's been very real. So it is a miracle that I've made it to the cab office today. <laughs> well, thank goodness you have. Um, coming up on the show tonight, uh, news from the north. Mm, mine involves a scandal. Oh, good. Excited. Mine's uh, about injustice. Oh, good. Um, We've also got news from our lovely mums, Sheila and June. Absolutely. And your letters, your (gasps) correspondence. I've been down to that P.O. box. We have received transcribes. Yes, we're very, very excited about it. Also, Sarah's going to give me my favourite game of Would You Rather. Absolutely. We'll play that a little bit later on. It's going to be a bit hard this time, though. Why? Post-festival. Okay, what, you can't make a decision? I'm so indecisive. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, look, let's talk about what happened to you this weekend. Have you gone feral? Rogue. Totally (laughs) rogue. Like, I fell over my own shoe at one point today. You know when you're like... Already, just that alone is my favourite story. Uh, no, the told. worst. No, this is this will be the best one. So I was like, I physically can't. I can't do anything this weekend. I can't party. No one can see me. I've been cancelling plans left, right, and centre. Yeah. Messaged my girls from uni. Who, uh, <laughs> I thought we're coming this weekend. And I was like, girls, I really can't do this weekend. Like, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> All messaged back, and they were like, I'm in China. The other one was like, I'm yeah. flying to Dubai. They're like, <laughs> we're seeing each other on the twenty third. I was like. Oh, is it not the week of the 23rd? They were like, no, it's the start of April, Jules. And I was like, oh, God, I don't even know what day it is. Fine, as you were. Leave it as you were. It was amazing, but it's so weird. As you get older, festivals become harder and harder with stamina. And, like, actually, I mean, we were quite sensible festival goers. We were in bed by four every night. Okay, all and, like, right, reasonable. Slept, yeah, and we, like, we weren't in a tent or anything. We were like in a hotel. I mean, which is already how things have moved on. That immediately is a clear sign. You're yeah. not in a tent anymore. No, well, it wasn't a camping festival, but it was just... It was. <laughs> you could have been in one anyway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm camping up as it is. Yes. <laughs> but it was just, I don't know. Ugh. The road to recovery is going to be a long one for this. Yeah. To, like... Just in general, it's all been, it's all been tough. But it was, 
hilarious traveling there. Okay. Like, I experienced Gatwick Dad. <gasps> For those who haven't heard this on the podcast, first of all, Gatwick Dad is got to get to the airport, bit stressed, don't go around duty free, get yeah. straight to the gate yeah. and sit there for an hour, yeah. which you never are. No. You waltz into yeah. an airport 45 minutes before you've got to take off and you're straight through. Yeah, and now that all happens straight through, wonderful. Mm. It got off to a ropey start when we got the wrong terminal. <gasps> yeah. That, sometimes that mm. happens, that's totally fine. Anyway, we got through and we were like oh I'm dying for a drink you know let's start we're on a festival it's only quarter to seven Um, in the morning and no I can never drink at that time (laughs) unless I haven't been to bed yes anyway or it's a wedding yeah we went and had um like nice polenta chips big salad bottle of bubbles and then my friend was like oh you know look at the flight time and I was like oh I've got loads of time so the flight was at six and at this time it was like ten past five yeah okay I then got out the boarding pass and it said gate shuts half an hour before. Yes. So I was like, okay, from six, that's to half five. We're now on quarter past. And have you just ordered? It, literally, <gasps> it's just landed. And I was like, oh my God. And so my friend said, she's never seen someone U-turn so quickly. And I just <laughs> suddenly entered Gatwick Dad Syndrome. I'm telling you, that bottle of Prosecco would have been absorbed much slower on the Sahara Desert <laughs> than what happened in that restaurant in Gatwick. I necked it. And then, of course, we're running through Gatwick. Yeah. Running, running, running. And then we got to the gate that not even started letting people through. I hit the roof. I was like, we could have had dessert. <laughs> we could have had dessert. We could have had a cocktail. This is absolutely outrageous. We've just run dripping in sweat. Oh my God, the horror, the panic. There is no panic like running for transport panic. Oh, There's no. And I am not a fan of panic. I'm no. not a fan of rushing. No. I like to take my time. Mm. And then... Sip your Prosecco. Yes. <laughs> Prosecco was not made to be strawpedoed. No, it was. <laughs> No, it wasn't. Very gassy, I should imagine. Very gassy was Mm. not she. No. It was not she. Then we were on like a total Brits abroad flight. Yeah. I know across the world... um, there are the reviews of Brits abroad have been like boozy, falling about. Like there's popular holiday destinations like Falaraki Magaluf. And there's a whole program about Benadorm. Exactly. And it, it was really that kind of style holiday. Fun. And for me, though, the observer, I was in. Well, hang on. You just necked a bottle of Prosecco. I don't think you were observing. I think you were well in there. Well, I wasn't necking Stella. No, fair enough. And, and believe me, sweet pea, on the flight, it was very apparent what what side my butter was bred <laughs> No, what side my... <laughs> Can't even get a sentence together. What a hot mess. <laughs> anyway, yeah. you know where I've come I do, from. Because I do, darling. The guy was coming down the um the aisle. aisle. With the... <laughs> Forgot the word with... for aisle. Oh, it's, like, it's not the only thing I've forgotten today. My brain being one of them. Anyway, and he's like, beer, wine. And everyone's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, beer, wine, champagne. To me and my friend were like, you can see where we have come from, my friend. He didn't want to get all the way down the aisle and have run out of champagne. He couldn't take Uh -uh. that from you two. No, no. And he really favoured to us. Did he? I fell off that flight. (laughs) 
big time. But it was just, the whole holiday was just hilarious. Mm. I love a generous air hostess. Love them. Me Thank too. you. He Thank was very you. flamboyant as well. So naturally me and him had a spark. Yes, of course. You understood he each other. knew. Although what does disturb me is screw top Prosecco. It, uh, Obviously it's got to be like that in the air. I like, as you said, screw top. You did a little twist as though you Just, were a screw top. <laughs> I am a screw top, mate. <laughs> Today I am, yeah. <laughs> oh god house obviously looks like a bomb site and like and literally like you've only been back an afternoon yeah exactly just opened the case and just kind of poured the case into the washing machine and just popped it on it's that thing as well when you've been away that washing goes everywhere like it is like widow twankies Lit- isn't it it's up and like it's hanging off everything and just that as well i thought the festival was going to be hot it wasn't so i had to wear the same hoodie quite a lot oh Oh, yeah, you that's forget. A shame. How, as a man, you know, we do smell when we rave. <laughs> <laughs> you need that on a t shirt, smelly when raving. Oh, I'll tell you what needs it Lenore. They need a campaign. They do, don't Mask they? Mask over the smell of rave with honeysuckle and blossom or whatever. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Cover your rave. Butch. <gasps> Cover, Cover your, your rave. rave. That's it. Write, Write it, it down, down. <laughs> quick. It's to our millions. <laughs> I look, tell me about apologising to your shoe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I literally was getting up. And you know when you just get up? And I, I was going to the printer, because I have to print out my news from the north, because it has to be in massive fonts I can't read. Yeah. Which is the irony, because I can read perfectly. I don't need glasses. But literally got up, <laughs> tripped, and then thought I'd, like, tripped on someone else. Yeah, yes. And so I was like, oh, sorry. And then looked down, and I was like, oh. I was just... it your own foot? It was my own foot <laughs> as I got up. It wasn't someone else's shoe. like, And it wasn't, like, a shoe that wasn't attached to me. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, my God. I saw one lad really drunk and he tripped over the curb and apologised to the curb. Yeah, Turned round. Yeah. yeah. We, we are polite. We're so polite. That's the most British it thing, is though, so isn't British. it? Imagine being so drunk. Oops, sorry. Gosh, oh, I'm but... so sorry. Sorry. <laughs> apologising to lampposts for jump. Oh, sorry. Sorry, mate. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I'm not 21 anymore. No, I just went in. Well, darling, I've got three years on you. And my high-octane weekend involved making a risotto. (laughs) Don't. Don't. (laughs) Risottos. What a faff. I actually hate them. Do Well, you don't eat rice. No, and so when when you're a vegetarian and you go to weddings, I once had someone wave a flag above me, a green flag, because I was the only vegetarian at a wedding, and the risotto was brought over. Mortified is the word I would use. I love that they keep a green flag in the back. Yeah, and then, literally, like... And we all sat down and everyone was like, aren't you healthy? Yeah, people always think that, don't they? Covered in cream, this yeah. is, love. That's not healthy. I picked and poked and shoved it in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> Going nowhere near you, split pea. I'll fill up on rum at this at this wedding, thank you. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Soup of the day, tequila, wonderful. <laughs> Lovely. Um, yeah, risotto, faff. Always spoil a pan. I always lose a pan after I make a risotto. Wait, this, it, don't you have to, like, stir all the time? Oh, constantly. They're so attention-seeking, yeah, a risotto. Yeah, they are. So demanding. If they, were a, if they were a character, they'd be Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah, they, they would. They really are the Carrie Bradshaw of the food world. Very high maintenance. Very, very high Exhausting. maintenance. Yes. Um, I've had a bit of bad news oh. this week. Um, if you've listened to the previous couple of podcasts, um, you'll know that I've talked about Glenn the cat. Mate, can I just flag that I am fragile and I don't want to cry? <laughs> you won't cry. You won't cry. You might cry on my behalf. Um, Glenn has gone 
off the rehoming cats gallery on the website, which suggests gone, in, gone, gone. Like that, as in this page cannot be found. This cat cannot be found. No, he's been rehomed. Is he on a no, oh right, oh, right. <laughs> is he on a lamppost? You know, with the little missing yes. thing. <laughs> he's no. As far as I'm aware, I'm sure he's been responsibly rehomed and he's alive and well. But he's not the cat for me. It turns out. Glenn won't be mine. Did you just keep visiting the page to look at him? Did you inquire? Um, no, because I'd been on holiday, hadn't I? I'd been away. <laughs> you haven't I'd just mentioned got that back. holiday. I know. I went away. <laughs> I don't. Know, I was on a beach. Um, I went away, and I thought, well, there's no point making inquiries. You can't. I don't know if you can reserve a cat, but somebody, somebody swooped in over Easter and said. Glenn, you're do you know what you need to do me. is put pictures of Glenn and put wanted. Yes, wanted. Yeah, and then if you are them... listening, just by some small miracle yeah. somewhere, and yeah. you've just adopted a cat called Glenn from a rehoming centre, I'd be very interested in talking to you. As would I, my friend. Yes, we might even come round, <laughs> pay you a little visit. This is getting very sinister. <laughs> very sinister. The podcast is getting twisted, no, mate. Back we, it up. Look, cat thieves, we are not. That's, no. You know, that's the one thing you can't say about I, us. I am rubbish at catching a cat. I've had to <laughs> catch a few in my time and I'm so bad. Cat- they're just a bit jumpy. I know. And I'm like, you're happier up that tree. Stay. Yeah. Do you know what? You can stay there all, all night. All right, mate. Don't worry. I'll get someone to build a ladder to get you down. What is an easy animal to catch? Ooh. What would be easy? Well, probably an elephant because they're so big. Oh, yeah. You but- would just run and like leap and like... The bigger yeah, the elephant, a whale. I bet that's easy to catch. Well, yeah, but hang on, catching. I don't, I don't mean just grab hold of or touch. Oh, I thought you meant like wrap arms around. How are you going to get your arms around a whale? <laughs> there must be a thin bit somewhere. <laughs> the tiny tip of the tail. Yeah, I'll just hold on. Clink. Yeah, and then swim along. I'm like, like, I've got Ariel. it. <laughs> I've got it. See ya. Yeah, <laughs> like flounder does on Ariel in The Little Mermaid. Mm. Very similar. Oh, no, it's Sebastian the Crab thinking about it. Oh, he was annoying. Oh, he was. He's the best in it. He's cocky, though. Yeah. Flounder's a bit wet. Flounder is wet. Flounder's wet but lovable. And when we used to play Little Mermaid, my sister and I, I would always be Ariel. Laura would be Flounder. She didn't like that. Well, that's what happens when you're the youngest. It is. She was always Flounder. Mum said she came in one day and went, I don't want to be Flounder anymore. What did June say? Tough. (laughs) Go catch the cat. Sarah, you've got to be flounder. No, my red hair. You know what would be hard to catch though is like, well, you you must know this, like Stuart Little Mice. You can't catch them. Has he made an appearance again? No, he hasn't. Stuart Little has not been round since... Good to know. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's the leaving and you can of stay the away. <laughs> it's my crushed polo mints that I've left out for him. Put him right off. But that was my reason for getting a cat, for getting rid yeah, of Stuart yeah, Little. Yeah, yeah. So you know, I'm torn at the moment. Oh no, uh, yeah. mate! I do hope you find a, a cat. I've got to be fatalistic about it. Glenn wasn't for me. He'll make somebody else very happy. It's just like being teenage looking for boys again, isn't it? Yeah. When they go off with your mate. That's essentially what Glenn's done. You're bringing up quite a lot of... Glenn's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Glenn. He's messed you about. He, you know, he reeled you in. You wanted him so badly and he's got off with some other bird. I know. I know. You're right. Turns out he had somebody else all along. Yeah. Buck Glenn. Yes. <laughs> Buck him. <laughs> Oh, God. So, listen, I know you're all wobbly and stuff. How has today been, apart from falling over your shoe? Well, I saw Sheila. In the flesh, live. In the flesh, which, listen, this is classic shell surprise visit. 
What? Did you know she was in London? No, she does this. She knew. She must have mentioned it. I'm sure she did. But, you know, (laughs) raving, brain cells, gone. Um, So I'm not dressed for Sheila today. I said to you when I saw you downstairs, it's a very, very colourful outfit. There's a lot going on on here. There's there's tartan. Waffle, um, blue coats. It's all there. Because hide it. Hide it with colour. Anyway, Sheila then texts, I'm in London having a filling. Oh, hiya, Shell. And, you know, Shell's like June. They come down to the capital for the north for more choice. Yes. Including dentists, including Juan the hairdresser. Yes. So Sheila was like, well, I'll come and meet you near near your work and Mm -hmm. we'll just go for a drink. I was like, oh, lovely. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science, with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> I can't tell this story without laughing. I sit down and she said, does my face look weird? And I was like, why? What have you had? Have you had something done? She was like, well, I've still got an anaesthetic in. Yeah, still and, and then she went, I'm desperate for a coffee, but I just don't think I can have a hot drink. Because it'll so, spill out. And then out. she was like, what should I have? And I said, well, you should get something with a straw. I said, from, you know, working with many people that have had Botox, lips, all of that, yeah. you need a straw. Um, don't so, attempt anything without a straw, no, Sheila. So then she's like telling this all these stories and she's like, do I sound weird? In my head, I sound weird. Do I sound weird to you? And I was like, <laughs> no, you sound absolutely fine. Like, you look totally fine. She's like, he told me, <laughs> he said the dentist had told her 
the, the anaesthetic would have worn off within an hour if she walked. So Sheila said, I haven't even bothered with taxis. I've walked everywhere. It hasn't worn off. How funny that you can walk it off. I know. They don't tell you that when you're coming out of hospitals, do they? No, they don't. Well, I think that's a lot more. I think if you've had surgery, it's a little, they can't be patients. One, yeah, just walk it off. Just walk. Honestly, you know, your liver transplant. Just take a turn around the block. You'll feel much better. So anyway, we had um, we had a juice through straws. Cookies arrived. She was like, oh, I could murder that cookie, but I will not have it because I can't chew. <laughs> and then we got, and then we got into the process of how much everything costs in London. Well, okay. Well, she knew all this, Sheila. Come on, don't be surprised. She's had it rough though, because last time she came to London, she had her socks nicked. Yeah. This time she came to London, she was drugged. <laughs> and she paid for the privilege. Yeah, couldn't even have a coffee. No. She had a grapefruit juice. Very sour, don't you think? Yeah, God, I'm, I'm surprised they served it. So was I. Mm. But it was like, the waitress said yes straight away. I, I had like elderflower cordial and sparkling water. Yeah. But Sheila just went straight in for the grapefruit. But she doesn't even pull a sour face. No. She's had that for years. <laughs> she knows the deal with grapefruit. Older people have that resilience to grapefruit, don't they? You know, like when you're a kid and you can't ever imagine liking wine because you just think, eh, or coffee, because you're like, eh, it's yeah, horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, you get to the point where you're about mid-teens and you go, this is one of the greatest things I've ever experienced <laughs> yes. in my life. Um, it, I feel like grapefruit's the next generation on. Yeah. June's very worried about marmalade. for Because do you eat marmalade? Yeah. You do. See, I don't. And mum's worried that it's going to die out and people will stop buying it and eating it. She's worried. Do you know, um, marmalade with like loads of butter mixed together is next level. Now, how would you go about that? Because you've got bread, butter and then marmalade. And then what do you mix them? On the bread. Yeah, I mean, listen, this is stuff that goes on in the house with all the blinds shut. This is not <laughs> chic at all. I would never do this in public. But yeah, I would get gluten-free bread. Yeah. And then I would put butter on. Now, I would have it, I would have the toast cooled so the butter doesn't melt loads. But I'm just... a big fan of cold toast. And like, with toast, I like to score it either side so the, so the butter sinks into the bread. Oh my gosh. It's very methodical. Do you score that before you toast it? No. Right. You'll, oh, God, you'll have hell on trying to get it out of the toaster. <laughs> Put it in and then get it out. Score, butter, wait, 3.5 seconds, and then marmalade over the top. Gorgeous. Yeah, and then with the knife edge, just lightly tease the mixture so it mixes in. Yeah, <laughs> ever so slightly on the side. Would you have the marmalade with bits in? Yeah. Rather than smooth. But I wouldn't have orange juice with bits in. Really? Yeah, I like smooth. I would have orange juice with bits in. I would have jam with bits in. Yeah, but like, you know, I'm a fan of downing drinks. Okay, As as the Prosecco story tells. (laughs) But like, the bits just get in the way. I I feel like if I'm drinking orange juice with bits in, I feel like my mouth is like a human sieve. (laughs) Right. Like it's catching the bits. But... Almost like a whale's um, flappy bits catching stuff. Yeah, like plankton. Yes, yeah, yes. yeah, that's okay. the one I was looking for. Yeah. Cheers, thanks a lot, mate. <laughs> it's a pleasure, darling. I'll always prop you up, yeah. you know that. <laughs> <laughs> Wish you were in Malta doing that, to be honest. <laughs> uh, don't worry about her, she's just here to prop me up, literally. She, this is just literally my back legs, my friends. Yes. <laughs> don't mind me, no, honestly, drink, no, no, really, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'll be here. We'd be good in a cow suit. We'd be great in a cow suit, but I know exactly exactly who would be on their bend at the back. I'd be there at the back going, 
Is it my turn yet? Is it my turn yet, Joel? I've been no, come on. little boot back. Shut up at the back. <laughs> no, you've got another ten minutes. Run the conga. Just hold on. <laughs> no, it's not a good time. I'm talking to someone. <laughs> yeah. How's June? June is. June's really good. June described herself last night on the phone as a busy fool. Oh. <laughs> That's what she said she was. She drove off one of those days. I've been such a busy fool today. Oh. God, it's funny. She's um she's changing her car. Right, she's changed the car. She's been Is up she? this weekend. She wants, um, she, she's getting a mini and she's getting the one, you know, with the doors that open like a cupboard at the back. Oh, you yeah. You know, they've got two doors no, that open out. The one that looks like a van? No, I don't think, Juno, thank you for <laughs> saying it looks like a van. <laughs> no, she, I didn't know where she, where she keeps the ladders and paints. No. <laughs> but this, this was hilarious. She went to the car showroom to go and see it. Mm. And the car, so if, you, if you've if you unlocked your Mini, right, and you go around to the back of the car and you've got loads of shopping, you can lift your leg up, right, like like lift your leg up, So that, and they'll open the door for you, like as a convenience oh, that's thing, good. you know, I to get in the car. Because you know Sheila's got a Mini. Yeah. But I don't think hers does that. Oh, she might not know. The older model, eh, <laughs> Sheila, I see. So mum and dad around the back of this car in the showroom, like lifting their legs up to try and get it to do it, right? Very Mr. Motivator. Yeah, very. Very fitness workout. <laughs> Doing this. But June's fitness DVD. Yeah. Brilliant. What they didn't realise was that the showroom lady who's gone to get the paperwork has locked it. So they're like, oh, it's not oh. good, is it? Oh, it's not working. This is not opening. A woman over the other side looking at them like they've gone mad. Like oh they're doing God. this odd, strange, yeah. <laughs> knee up, knee down dance at the back of this new car. Just getting the glutes going. Yeah, just just something we like to do, you know, Saturday. We're just like... Sporadic knee exercise. High knees, go! <laughs> <laughs> Shopping aisles, bars, mini studios, you name it. Oh, God. Squat thrust, go! <laughs> Who needs a step? Was... Who needs a studio? Studio. The world is your step studio. Just look for a spare 20, 30 <laughs> seconds. They're always there in your life and just get on with it. <laughs> and listen, before we do news from the north, we want to do some correspondence. That's the only thing Jimmy I can get at. It was very lackluster. Literally, I didn't even, I didn't even lift my hand. I didn't even lift my head <laughs> off my hand. Um, we love you writing to us. Honestly, we cannot tell you how much we love it. We've got a PO box. Um, the address is on the podcast. Description. Yeah, it's there. You can see it. And we'll also give it out um, right at the very end. So we've chosen a letter each. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Yeah, I think I do. Like... I just, oh, I'm sorry if I cry halfway through this. I am very <laughs> emotional today. And also, it's from um, a lovely girl called Catherine in Chicago. Now, we do read in accents, and I don't know if this American accent is a Chicago one. Um, apologies if I offend anyone. But... It is the only American accent we've got, unfortunately. Dear Jules and Sarah, this is indeed a you letter. So hello, Jules and Sarah, the podcast is my new favorite commute companion, getting ready, background, soundtrack, etc. You are two of the most silly, funniest, smart-witted people I've met via media. And oh, I'm Catherine. so pleased to have become a regular listener in Chicago, Illinois, FYI. I can't believe, Catherine, that you've written to us from 
Chicago. Like such a long way away. Such a long way away. And also where ER was set. And like, God, it must have cost you a fortune in postage. Really appreciate that, love. Thanks, darling. Thanks, Catherine. Woo, Catherine. Yeah, woo, go um, team. Now, you loved this because um, Katie has written to us. Katie and Catherine, look at that. Ooh. Um, and your stationery, Katie, uh, to coin a phrase of Jules's, is next Level. Oh my god, it's so next level. It is chic to the next level. Um, on the inside of the envelope, there's candy stripes that are um, glitter, glitter stripes. But on the notelet, it says "darling." At Literally the top. obsessed. I mean, someone dig my grave because I died already when Sarah <laughs> showed me that stationery. But the lovely thing about Katie is Katie's listening at the moment. She's been through, you know, a bit of heartbreak yeah. and things like that. God loves you, Sounds like she's seen someone a bit like Glenn. Yes, she's been involved with a Glenn. Um, but the lovely thing is that Katie has suggested that we do a meet-up. Ooh! Yeah, that we all get together. It might just be the three of us, Katie. Catherine, I don't know if she will fly in from Chicago. Um, but meet-up I ideas chic to the next level all about you um see which one of these you fancy park picnic and bubbles all of it yep uh, brunch, bottomless, ovs. Yep. Cake on the turn on a spinning Susan. Oh, that's everything. Yeah. And I love this. Drinks, all the drinks. Katie, honestly, you've made us so happy. It's it's so lovely to receive letters. And it's really nice to know that we are bringing smiles to people's faces, even though I'm not smiling massively yes. today. Please. <laughs> yes. Post in. Please post in. But also, you know... if Don't you re- send any fingers, though. That's no, weird. Unless they're chocolate. Nothing dismembered. If you really can't be bothered, I am at this Sarah Powell. And at Jules Van Herp. Tweet yeah. us. Tweet us. Let us know. Um, right. Do you want to do news from the north? Yes. Let's do it. Mine comes from the Hull Daily Mail. Oh, okay. Scandal of pothole on new road outside Flemington Gate, Beverly. You love parking. I love parking, I love transport, I love any form of scandal. Me all over. It might look like a small pothole, but there could be a big problem underneath, according to a retired roads policing officer. First flag of concern from me Absolutely. there. The hole appeared at a new roundabout shortly after it was constructed outside Beverly's £70 million Fleming Gate Centre. Since January, ex-policeman Dave Pentenden has raised the issue monthly via Fix My Street website, which forwards reports to local authorities. I mean, I am dying for that website. Fix My Street website. Mr. Pantenden, 68, is frustrated the pothole has remained unrepaired for months. I can feel his pain. It is, it is. Uh, yeah. And if he's a regular visitor, his car will be boom and over every oh. time. You think, well, God, was that my neighbour or was that the pothole? <laughs> <laughs> he said, it's a weird hole. It's not that wide, but looks like something might have collapsed underneath. Oh. Much like Sheila's filling. <laughs> If there is a problem underneath and it could suddenly get worse and collapse, how is it safe? It's a bit of a scandal and doesn't look like it has been done properly. The roundabout is tilted and at a funny angle. Oh, gosh. Whoa. (laughs) Roundabout only for four by fours. No three wheelers allowed. 
you'd be over. <laughs> the roundabout provides access to the Fleming Gate Centre and also Beverly's Leisure Centre, where Mr. Pattenden is a regular visitor. Fitness free! Yes! Um, Mr. Pattenden of Cherry Burton said, How a pothole appears in a new road is beyond me. An East Riding Council spokesperson said the council is aware of a resident's concern. I bet they are if he's writing every day. Yeah, yeah. Regarding a pothole at this location and has made contact with the contractor working on behalf of the developer to correct this. The council will now follow up with the contractor to get this matter resolved. A spokesperson for Wilmot Dixon Contractors at the Fleming Gate Development said regarding the roundabout construction, it was built to a correct design which was approved and signed off by East Riding Highways prior to construction, which included how it was built. Passing the buck there. I'm more interested in the idea of what's underneath it all. You know, I mean, what could be down there? A Greek palace, you know? Oh, I was thinking like creatures. Oh, no, I'm thinking like a like monarch. Like we've been down here for years. Like, do you remember... Child when... snatchers. <laughs> <laughs> like when they found King Richard under that roundabout. I'm telling you, there's a monarch down there. Oh, yeah, yeah. God, get your get your drill out, mate. I know. Off we're... you go. I'm not coming. I'm not drilling anything, but you go. <laughs> you, you can wear the high vis. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's fine. No probs. Um, my news from the north comes from the Crew Chronicle. The headline is... Leave Flash alone, says <gasps> residents. Almost 3,000 people have signed a petition calling for Wolverne to rethink its decision to install CCTV and warning signs outside the home of a Nantwich recycling legend called Flash. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god I'm all over it I'm all over it the affordable housing provider has been accused of picking on an old man who's trying to make an honest living by putting up cameras and fly tipping notices telling people they face up to a £50,000 fine if they leave scrap metal outside his home in Gerard Drive They've also installed a bollard, which prevents Flash, whose real name is Michael Meekin, from having a skip which he stores his scrap in at the back of his flat. The 73-year-old has been pushing a cart around Nantwich and Crewe for more than 50 years and collecting people's unwanted metal as well as scrap that he sees lying around on the streets and taking it to metal merchants. He walks miles a day and his actions have been hailed as a public service by many residents who say the town streets are tidier for it. But Wolven says it's had to take action following a series of incidents at Mr Meekin's property and numerous complaints from those affected by the disposable of waste and that it's for the safety of everyone involved. Flash's supporters have described the decision as heavy-handed and are asking why action has suddenly been taken after so many years. Flash, who's become somewhat of a local celebrity over the years, told the Chronicle that his skip is collected and cleared regularly. He said he'd previously been asked by Wolverne to only fill the skip between the hours of noon and 6pm, which he stuck to, and is adamant that he himself has not complained about people leaving scrap or rubbish at the front of his property, adding he tries to keep it tidy. Flash says he wants to thank people for what they have done for me and that I just want my skip back. Oh, I know. God, I bet there's not a paperclip in sight on that street, <laughs> Absolutely. Is there? there is not a rogue toaster anywhere. No. What do you do with your old scrap metal, though? I'd love it if a bloke came round, took it all off my hands. I don't know if I've got any. Are you bound to? It's more fabric, really. Oh, well, <laughs> here's Flash's new career. Collecting clothes. <laughs> I could get him employed in no time. <laughs> I'm always slinging some it. 
Um, right, would you like to play Would You Rather? Yes, always. All favourite right. bit for me. Would you rather have pineapple hands <laughs> or watermelon feet? Oh. <laughs> well, considering today's shoe behaviour, I think I did have watermelon <laughs> feet. Now... Let's assess the situation. Watermelon feet, are they whole? This is an interesting point for me. Are they sliced or whole? Because, I mean, if if they're sliced, then you would have fingers and you would have toes. Yeah, that's true. And if, if it was a watermelon foot, watermelon is quite the squidgy. Yeah. Isn't it? Well, you know how I feel about melon anyway. But, yeah, I mean, imagine the streets, combing the streets with a watermelon honest, foot. both of those fruits are kryptonite for me I'd end up eating them yes. I'd end up eating my own feet you, the thing is your pineapple would be closer you'd be more tempted yes but it would be better exercise to eat your foot bendy yeah yoga yeah it would it's essentially what the about, new downward dog what about other people eating your hands and feet well now we're back onto fetishes which yeah. is last week's show mate <laughs> what are you going to go for I don't know I have no idea because Oh, God, pineapple gets so sticky. Yeah, it does. That would be annoying. And also in the summer, you'd be like, flies everywhere, wouldn't you? Yeah. And they'd be really close to your face. You could put cling film on. Oh, God. What a fab. (laughs) Slipping about in a pair of gloves. No, I'm going for feet. You're going for feet? Yeah, because you'd get a mobility scooter if it really got on your nerves. (laughs) And at least you still have your hands. Yeah. So watermelon feet. Watermelon feet. (laughs) Incredible. Um, So listen, we're almost at the end. Um, We absolutely love you for listening to the podcast so much. It is literally the lushest feeling ever knowing that we are making people lol yes and hopefully we are <laughs> we're presuming oh god we laugh a lot <laughs> um if you would like to contact us um it's at this sarah powell on twitter and i'm at jules von Hepp. and same on instagram and if you want to write to us the address is p.o box 66747 london nw5 9g H. You read it so beautifully week on week. I love it's it. your highlight, isn't it? <laughs> it, is. it is your highlight. And it's so annoying because I'm just not involved at all. <laughs> do you know what? You can do it next week. <laughs> but um, also, Sarah's going to come onto the YouTube channel. So if you've got any ideas, if you want to see us doing anything silly, any of those are welcome. Maybe pop them in the letter and send them over because, lol, I love suggestions. And hopefully, I'm going to look thin on the YouTube. That's my only request. We'll do it behind a table. Fine. So, so we always finish on Jules's word or affirmation of the week. What is it this week? Well, initially I had picked this word um, to describe m- how my day was. But as we've done this podcast, you've just caught on to my utter like mess, haven't you? A little bit, yeah. So the word this week is oblivion. Oblivion, okay. Meaning? The state of being unaware of what is happening around you. Could you put it in a sentence? Today's been total oblivion. Thank you so much for listening. We love you. Honestly, thank you. And we will see you next time. Bye. Mom deserves the best. And there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
it. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.